Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners designed to get us into God's Word every single day for about 13 minutes. And in so doing, that helps us to stay strong in our faith and even grow in our faith because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. But you know, it also helps us to have a better, more positive, spiritual perspective on life, to be better equipped to be able to deal with whatever life throws at us each day. It keeps us in touch with our relationship with God and also helps us to stay focused on our souls and on eternity. Well, you know people in your life, don't you, who need to change their thinking, their focus, their direction in life? Help them by sharing these short studies with them on a consistent basis. You can do that easily through Facebook friends, text messages, maybe other technological means. But make that commitment and share with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with everybody you can. What a great blessing it would be to help somebody ultimately get to heaven. But that would also be a great blessing for you. Great blessing for them, but also a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today. We're going to be we're going to get back into our line of thought and study, talking about the greatest love story ever told. Well, I said, you know, there have been all kinds of love stories that have been portrayed in literature and on the movie screen. We look at people around us and we say, oh, what a great love story that is. Between Bob and Mary there, oh, they love each other so much. They've been married for 50 years, and they still love each other deeply and dearly even to this day. Well, we see the love that a mother has for her child, that a child has for his or her mother. We see the love that some people have in friendship relationships with each other. But all of those are secondary because without the greatest love story ever told, those stories probably would not even exist. The greatest love story ever told? God's love story for mankind. John 3 and verse 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Once again, how do we know anything about love? God. God. 1 John 4 and verse 8. Again, he who does not love does not know God, for God is love. Verse 16. We have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love. And he who abides in love abides in God and God in him. I told the story about the young man who came into my office many years ago, never seen him before in my life. He was having difficulty in his relationship with his girlfriend, and I believe she had told him that she had difficulty sensing love from him for her. And he was confused and he made the statement along the line, I'm not sure what love is. So many people, while they may say, 
well, I believe in God. God's not really in their life in any kind of really meaningful way. They're not living their life for God. They're not living by his teachings. They don't want to be bothered by learning his teachings because they don't want to have to live that life wherein they are following the instructions, the commandments, the teachings of God that say, "Uh -uh uh-uh-uh, you can't live that unrighteous life. You can't do just whatever feels good to you in the moment. You have responsibility to live for me, and that responsibility is demonstrated in your following my teachings on a faithful, consistent, and obedient basis. Well, they don't want that. That's inconvenient for them. They want to live their own lifestyle however they want to live it and feel good for the moment. How many of those people struggle with love in their lives? They need to open their eyes. They need to come back and realize that if you really want to understand love, you've got to look to the love of God for you, what he did for you. For God so loved the world, John 3.16, that he gave his only begotten son. He sent Jesus to that cross as the one time for all time perfect sacrifice to die on that cross, shed his blood so that you could be forgiven of your sins as you come to God through Jesus Christ. But now that's not just saying, oh, I believe in God, I believe in Jesus. That's coming to God through Jesus Christ, living the life of a faithful Christian. Having been born again as you were baptized into Christ for the remission of your sins. Oh, yes. Paul wrote in Romans 6 and verse 3, Do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ were baptized into his death? As he wrote to the Galatians in Galatians 3 and verse 27, he said essentially the same thing. He just gave a little different detail. He said, For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Why is it that we need to be baptized into Christ? Because that is the point that our sins are washed away by the blood that Jesus shed on the cross. Acts 22 and verse 16, why are you waiting? Arise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling in the name of the Lord. You see, the wages of sin is death, Romans 6 and verse 23, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. We need forgiveness. We need to be reborn, as Jesus told Nicodemus, of the water and the Spirit. John 3, verses 3 through 5. We need to be made new, as the Apostle Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 5, and verse 17. We need to come into the love of God. We need to love God, and that's demonstrated by our obedience to him. In Romans chapter 5, in verse 6, the Apostle Paul wrote, For when we were still without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. The ungodly. As I said, as we've gone through this line of thought and study, God sent his son to die not 
for good people alone from a human perspective of what good people are or not just for some group of people and not for others or not just from people from some particular nationality and not from others not for rich people or just for poor people or not for educated people or non-educated people when we were still without strength because of our sins the guilt of our sins in due time Christ died for the ungodly the ungodly who are the ungodly you and me and everybody else until we come into Christ? You see, going back to chapter 3, Romans chapter 3 and verse 23, Paul said, for all, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And remember what he said in chapter 6 and verse 23 again, the wages of sin is death. Now the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord, that same verse. But you see, until we come to God through Jesus for forgiveness, being baptized into him for the remission of our sins, Acts 2 and verse 38, we are without strength. But God sent Jesus to die at the right time, sent him to die for the ungodly. That's all of humanity. Verse 8, God demonstrates his own love for us. Remember, I said this is the greatest love story ever told. God's love story for mankind. God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. We were not worthy. We are not worthy of the death of Christ on the cross to pay the price for the guilt of our sins dying on that cross in our place. But God loves us that much that he sent Jesus to do exactly that, to die for us. And then verse 10, if when we were enemies, enemies of God, why would we be considered enemies of God? Because of our sin again. Sin a lot of people take it lightly in their lives, they seem, because they keep living in sin. They make excuses for it. They put it out of their minds. But sin is the biggest problem that mankind faces. Isaiah 59 and verse 2, your iniquities, your sins, have separated you from your God. And your sins have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear. We have to be forgiven. We've got to come out of the lifestyle of sin. And so, again, Romans 5 and verse 10, when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God, brought back into a right relationship with him through the death of his son. Much more, having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. God loves us so much. We didn't deserve the death of his son on the cross. We didn't have it coming. But God blessed us in that way anyway because he loves us that much. Back in 1 John chapter 4 again, verse 9 in this, the love of God was manifested or demonstrated toward us 
that God has sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. Oh, what a graphic, vivid, marvelous demonstration of God's love for us. He sent his son into this world to die for us. It was by God's grace, motivated by God's love, that Jesus died on that cross for you and for me and for all of mankind, for all time. God's love story, the greatest love story ever told. We'll dig a little bit deeper next time. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we don't deserve your love. Thank you for loving us anyway. And please keep loving us and help us to love you and show us how you want us to do that and help us to demonstrate, to exhibit your love for us through our love for others. Help them to see you in us, Father, in the way that we live our lives, we pray. Please forgive us, gracious Father. We pray in Jesus' name, amen.